This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. This episode comes from our YouTube teaching archives. This week, we're talking about how we can stay calm, authentic, and focused, even when we're faced with difficult, challenging, and unfamiliar or unpredictable situations. Now, this is particularly relevant as we are all facing the global virus pandemic. And I know lots of people are telling me that they are experiencing painful, uncomfortable, red light emotional feelings of anxiety, panic and overwhelm. So in this video, we'll be offering you some advice on how you can cope and how you can restore a wu-wei emotional balance to help you navigate through these difficult times. Okay, David, so what have you noticed yourself in terms of your client's emotional health and balance right now? Especially over the last two weeks, because as obviously I'm dealing with clients and dealing with emotional issues and their deeper core beliefs. And the problem is that when you're not balanced in your emotion, it's a little bit like walking a tightrope and you only need somebody to shake the tightrope and then you're really out of balance. And I think this current situation that's affecting everyone all over the world is enough to shake anyone's tightrope. So you're experiencing red light feelings now because of other things, and then somebody comes and shakes that tightrope, and then the red lights become even more pronounced, stronger, more intense. Mm. And I think that's a kind of a good analogy because for a lot of our clients, as they're learning how to manage and control and compassionately self-discipline themselves in terms of their emotional balance um that in that i guess that learning stage it can it is like they haven't got much wriggle room in terms of their emotions and it can easily swing to the extreme so that's in normal day-to-day life but then when we get presented with a really unfamiliar, uncertain and challenging situations such as the virus, as you say, that can be the tipping point. That becomes the tipping point. Well, yes, because we, I'm working with the clients and we're trying to separate emotions from the beliefs and the thoughts that create them. We're trying to dig down to those core beliefs. And of course, when something, one of the, one of the major thing is with a lot of my clients, they want to be in control. They want to control the exterior world and they believe that that controls their emotion. And then something out of their control, out of everyone's control, hits them. And it is like somebody moves the tightrope and they're really out of balance. And they'll use words like, I believe I'm tipping over the edge. Or they'll say, I feel like I'm tipping over the edge. I feel like it's out of control. I feel like I'm being overwhelmed. I feel like it's too much. It's too much for me. That's why the work that we've been doing, and I would really encourage you please to look back at the other videos and remember what I try and say in each video, you are the creator of your emotions. You cannot control external events, but you can control the way you 
and let them affect you and the way you address them and the way you deal with them. And rather than trying to control external events, which you won't be able to control, let's focus on controlling your emotions so you can deal with them in a more authentic, balanced and focused way. Okay, David. So that sounds great. If I come to you as a client and I just say, you know, David, I literally can't think straight. I mean, my mind is racing. I'm experiencing extreme physiological symptoms, sweaty palms, headaches, shortage of breath, palpitations, or what typically the signs of panic. In that moment, and and this has all been generated because of the uncertainty and everything that I'm hearing on the news right now. What can I do to help myself in that right in that moment so I can begin to then follow some of the other steps that we teach? Yeah, so I think I think most of my clients would come to me okay. with that as regardless of this current situation because they've worked themselves up and they've allowed the emotions to take over them and the emotions are pulling them around. Remember we talk about that dog, look at the other videos, pulling you around and the emotions are pulling you. So if it's really bad, and some of my clients are really bad, is to teach them how to stop it. Now, a lot of people laugh when I say, stop it. And what I'm saying is, stop that escalation of, oh, this is going to be a bit worse. This is, I often say it's like digging a hole, and you keep on digging. At least put the, the shovel down, the spade down, and stop digging. And one of the best ways, I believe, of stopping it is just to be refocused in that moment. And so this is something, shall I yeah. do this is something I would do is just to say, as you're watching this now, if you're fixed to the news and you're fixed to Facebook and you hear all these, we're doomed, it's all gonna end, and everybody's gonna, you know, one of the best ways is just to stop it by dropping your shoulders. Let's do that together. Just now, just drop your shoulders as you're watching me. Get comfortable in your chair. And you can open or close your eyes. And just for a few moments, that's all, just observe your breath. Instead of focusing outside of you on external events and situations, focus on you. Just you and I together now, slowly taking a breath. Notice how much tension you've got in that neck and shoulders. How about your biceps? Can you release all your biceps? If you look at some of my meditation videos, I talk about the center line, the core. Just imagine that center core of spiritual energy flowing through you. And just for this moment, let's breathe down deep into the abdomen. And while they're doing that, I would just remind them, let's focus on now, this moment. Let, let's not create illusions of what might, could, should, will happen. Let's focus on what is happening right now, in this moment. And just breathe. And soften. Now let's try and organize and focus your thoughts and your beliefs of how you're choosing to deal with this situation 
and situations in general in your life. And before we do that, just make sure you're totally relaxed. And I'm here ready to listen to you. And I promise you that I will address every one of your issues, your events, your situations, your difficulties. But we will do it calmly. We're two intelligent people. And we can work our way through this step by step. I call them baby steps. So let's do the first baby step now. And that's how I would want to speak to them. Mm. And allow the first most important issue to come to the surface first. Yeah. And then address that. Now, in my experience, not for everyone, but what a lot of my clients do, they so adapt a focusing on what they call worst-case scenarios. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's really... I think once we've calmed ourselves down through doing that quiet two- or three-minute meditation, and I can put a link to some of David's guided meditations, and we plan to do a longer guided meditation to help you next week as well. But I think once we've done that little short mindfulness exercise just to calm our breath down relax our muscles that then has almost a knock-on effect in our thinking it stops the thinking from racing so then we're in a better position to start talking about and looking at what is the actual cause of our uh red light feelings what are we actually thinking that is take taking tipping us out of balance in even though, yes, we are faced with these challenging situations, what can we do to restore this wu-wei balance in ourselves? And I think this worst-case scenario thinking is one prime corporate in terms of what tips us out of our calm zone. And my clients are experts yeah. at worst-case scenarios. They will project ahead. And this is why, and I'm sure we'll talk later, because this is always to do with that part of the mind that we label the inner child. The inner child, remember, the driving force, what the inner child is after is emotional safety, security, known outcomes. It wants to know. That part of your mind that I label the inner child wants to know what's going to happen. So when it doesn't know what's going to happen, which I would say we don't know, we never know, we live in a universe of uncertainty, and I think this current situation almost proves it Six months ago, we would have laughed if we thought mm. that all the world basically on lockdown. We would have thought, if somebody had said that in six months' time, the world will be on lockdown, you would have thought we'd have gone crazy. So the child was in this time will almost go temper tantrums to find certainty. And the truth is, we cannot offer them certainty. So what the child then does is go and create Worst-case scenarios, or what if this, or what if that, or what if that. And for me, when I hear my client saying this, is you've got to say, look at this, even logically, even fairly, that is only one possible outcome. Now, I can't tell you that that won't be the outcome, that everybody will half half of the population of the world will be dead i don't know we don't know the outcomes of this is very unlikely because actually when you step back and start to look at it more widely you start to get a better picture 
So the first job is to deal with the inner child and this tendency to want to go and create drama. Mm. The worst case outcome. This could happen, couldn't it? What will we do when this happens? And that's one, again, stop it. You have to stop this because there's no benefit there as all. There's no value for you or for anyone else. Because the truth is, whatever the situation is, you will cope. And how do I know that? Because you've always coped. Whether it's financially, whether it's health-wise, you will always cope. So painting and focusing and concentrating on one worst-case outcome is a waste of time. And I think, David, that's even just having that awareness that we may be focusing or we may be allowing ourselves to focus on that one worst-case scenario outcome, which can often be kind of like fed to us by some media sources, but we always have that choice that we allow ourselves to focus on that one worst-case scenario outcome that then means that we are we're we're not it's not a reflection of the truth the the what you're saying is the truth is unknown we can only know the situation as it stands today we don't know the future outcomes that is the reality the reality is not the worst case scenario outcome but the inner child wants to fix on that and i think just having the awareness that the reason why i'm experiencing these very extreme red light emotional feelings is because my inner child is fixating on the worst case scenario possibility and believing that to be the truth. Yes. And the value, see, there's no real value here, but from the inner child's perception, there is a value because it goes and looks for the worst case scenario. And then it's asking you, so what are you going to do if that situation happens? And of course, you can't answer that because A, you don't know if the situation is going to happen because the problem is if you solve that situation, it will go and create another situation and it leads you, it's taking you down. We call it the carousel of despair, round and round and round and round. Another, oh yes, but what if this happens? Oh yes, well, I've just read this in the news. Oh yes, I've just read this. And there's no value there for you. There's a benefit for the inner child part of your mind. The benefit is it wants it wants and looking for assurance, certainty. And it's living in a universe where we have not got that assurance and certainty. So don't let it trick you because it's so clever the way it does it. You think you're doing a good thing by thinking of all the worst case scenarios because you're not, because I can guarantee you the worst case scenario will never happen anyway. There'll be some variation we don't know until we arrive. And so you're, you're wasting all your valuable thinking time. You're wasting your perception because that's the way we did a video on this. Yeah. Didn't yeah. We? The eco anxiety video we talked about rather than focusing on the worst case scenario. We talked about what you teach, which is this idea of widening the beam. Yeah, so rather than imagine if you've got a a flashlight or a torch and you're just looking down a narrow beam of light and imagine the room, your room you're in now is completely pitch black. The only thing that you could see is what you was looking down that 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 beam of light and that's what the inner child will take you. Well, look at that. Well, look at this. And then you miss out everything else that's in the room. And the Wu Wei wisdom technique is to widen that perception, because that's what we're talking about, the perception, widen it out. 
So you're in control. Here's another basic core teaching and even a life lesson. You control your mind. Your mind does not control you. Do not allow it to keep on focusing on negative, 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 and do some very simple techniques. Here's one that I do personally. I do not watch the 24-hour news. I don't, because they are just looking for stories, stories, stories. Every five minutes, there's got to be a new story, a new person to tell you doom and gloom. We have to be aware of the news, but we could watch that once or twice a day. And, and take a fair reflection of the news. But if you're watching the news feeds or the Facebook feeds of all the pending disaster and this person did and this per because what it does, it just piles, because they're doing their job, they're feeding you this stuff, and it's very hard for you to filter it. So you've got to take control in the first place. We need to know what's happening in these times, but then you have to filter, okay, how much do I need to know and when do I need to know? Perhaps morning news, perhaps uh, evening news, and keep it at that so you can keep a breath and then get on with your life. Mm -hmm. Get on with doing things because this type of time, and we'll talk about this in a moment, also offers you opportunity. So it's not all negative. If you widen that beam. And I think when you said uh, widening the beam to look at all the possibilities, first of all, you're talking about all the possible outcomes, not just the worst case scenario outcome. And it's almost like we have to teach and speak to our inner child. Once we're aware that it's the inner child that's dragging us to the extreme, saying, this is the truth, this is the truth, we need to almost sit quietly within our child, with our inner child using the reparenting child in the child techniques that we teach on many of our videos and speak to the child and say well look you know there's a spectrum of possible outcomes here not just this one and I think you know when you said David that um, the benefit for the child is that it thinks it's going to cover all bases that it thinks it's going to make itself safe and secure by obsessing obsessively focusing on the ways worst case scenario outcome and you said there's no benefit for us to do that no. But actually, there's a huge disbenefit because yes. that obsessive focusing on worst case scenario outcomes generates negative thinking, which creates lots of red light emotions that we talked about, which then in turn, in turn affects our sleep, which affects our ability to think creatively, Absolutely. to think flexibly, to think to focus on what we can control and what we, we should be doing in terms of health advice. And I guess this takes us on to the next point in terms of what we can do to be more in Wu Wei. Well, being, well, being, make the most of the situation. Yeah, well, being more in Wu Wei is being flexible. He's not denying it. And please don't say, oh, you're telling me to forget it. That's the last thing I'm telling you. I'm telling you, here comes a Taoist, a translation of a beautiful Taoist word, appropriateness. Act appropriately. So as I said, perhaps you need to listen to the news a little bit more than what you normally would do. Perhaps once a day, twice a day, maybe even three times a day to keep abreast of schools closing, businesses closing, self-isolation. So keep abreast of that so you can look after yourself and you can look after the ones you love. Very important in these times. But then when you're doing that and you're acting appropriately, now you can start to say, okay, well, perhaps perhaps you're working at home now, or perhaps 
you're not going out so much or perhaps you're not going to the restaurants and pubs and shopping so often. And so how can I now use my time creatively? And this is Wu Wei wisdom. How can I find that flexibility to do things? Now, I would recommend even starting off doing very simple things, even around your house, around your life, even something that seems so mundane and so simple, like clearing the clutter. Have you got a bedroom or a or a landing or under the bed that's been driving you mad for years and you can never get round to it because you're so busy? This is the time now where you could do this. This is feng shui. Alex will talk about this more perhaps and talk about it in the community. This is the time perhaps you've always wanted to write something, write poetry, um, do some craft work, do some artwork, um, try something, anything. This is the time, rather than focusing and yeah. sitting there fretting and worrying on these worst-case scenarios, because you're a very creative person, can I tell you one thing? That inner child is you. And once you solve one issue, it will just go and create another yeah. issue. So you've got to pull the child away from that and engage your child into more productive, more wu-wei, more that reflects who you are. And this is good for you. This is good for the ones you love. This is good for your children, for your partner, that they come down and uh, they come home or they come in and see you acting appropriately. And I think in terms of the teaching of Wu Wei David, we've done another video on that and I will put a link to it. But essentially, Wu Wei is the Taoist principle of action without action, it's doing without doing. It's being in your flow. Being in the flow, being flexible and being responsive. And so the common misconception is it means doing nothing and waiting for everything no. to happen. And actually, in a situation like this, of course we need to pause. Of course we need to calm our mind. Of course we need to take stock. But as David said, we have to be able to be as responsive as possible and by able by kind of calming and clearing our mind, creating a bit of mental and emotional space that allows our authentic resourcefulness, our authentic creativity to come to the fore, which at times like this, this is absolutely when we need it. So whether that's about managing practical situations like um, having to self-isolate or having the kids at home from school or altering your kind of socializing or shopping habits or even restructuring your family finances because a lot of people are facing a lot of kind of financial shifts now because of the knock-on effects of the pandemic. But for sure, if we can create this calm, if we can create this emotional mental space, that allow will allow us to be in our Wu Wei mindset and to tap into what we call Shen, yeah. our authentic spiritual side, which, you know, was we teach David, that has all the wisdom that we ever need, particularly in challenging situations like this. Well, it's so important to think about because when you're listening to that part of your mind that we're calling the inner child, having temper tantrums, worried, scared, frightened, blah, 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 all the time talking at you, you're moving away more from Shen. You may call it spirituality or inner knowing or inner knowledge or instinct or intuition. You may have different words for it. My word is Shen. That's spiritual side of you. 
that side of you that you know where creativity comes from. And if you're being distracted by this part of your mind, and that's why I like the analogy of the inner child. You know, when, the inner ch- when your physical children are shouting and screaming and mommy, daddy, mommy, and, want, uh, and wanting this, it's really hard to have this broad base perception that we're talking about widening up and that's why for you you have to understand that this is just your inner child having a bit of a strop and don't let it take over your life because if you give in to it and you go along with it it doesn't get better it gets worse because you cannot satisfy it. Because if you find one solution for one worst case scenario that it offers you, guess what it'll do? Find another one, find another one, and then you're on the carousel going round and around and around and around and and around. So this also, as Alex said, could be a great opportunity to start to think about how you, how you deal with your emotions. Do you actually believe that I say on every video, do you actually truly believe that you create every emotion that you experience in your body? What we call red light emotions, the things we're talking about now, overwhelm, anxiety, stress, tension, but also green light emotions, positive emotions, happiness, joy, love, bliss. Do you absolutely believe that you create those emotions? This may be the opportunity, because you're pushed into it, to start to do that. For instance, if, as Alex says, you are now spending a little bit more time at home, this may be a great opportunity for you to explore a little bit of meditation. We've got lots of free stuff on our website and SoundCloud. There's lots of free stuff on YouTube from other teachers. Why don't you play around with that? 10, 15, 20 minutes a day and start to learn how to control your Mm. thinking and your beliefs. And I think this idea of seeing the complete shift in our daily circumstances and opportunity to try out things that we've not tried before is is a great point. Um, I mean, I'd be really interested for those of you watching, what things have you tried and what things are you doing differently right now? that has helped you because we'd love you to share with other viewers. I know for me, I've been making a point of making sure I go out for a long walk in nature every morning so that I'm kind of boosting my immune system and really enjoying nature and everything that it's got to offer. And I'm doing a little bit of photography with that. Now, before I might not have made so much effort to do that, but I'm conscious that I need to put in place that pop, that kind of positive daily habit. And this is all part of, I guess, the compassionate self-discipline we yes, teach. Yeah. And, it, and it's also, it's very important of seeing the wider energy, the wider picture, mm-hmm. and not being tricked into narrowing your gaze on one specific thing, which is normally the emotions. Normally for my clients, your opening question about my clients is very important. Because when they come to me, the number one thing is their emotions, their emotions, their emotions. And what they're trying to do is to protect themselves, emotional protection. And really, this is a basic misunderstanding. When I work with my clients from all over the world, it's the same all over the world. It's not one person, one country. We all have this. It's how can you protect yourself from an emotion that you are creating? Wouldn't it be better not to create the emotion. 
then you don't have to worry about protecting yourself. It's a little bit like trying to protect yourself from an um, external monster. And then I'm saying, well, why did you create the monster? And learn how to control your emotions. Your emotions, if you're unsure still, are controlled by what you believe and what you think. This is a great example. Now, you can just focus on worst-case scenarios, the doom and the gloom. You can listen to news all day. You can watch your news feeds on your phone all the time, building yourself up more and more negative of what might, could, should happen. Or you can widen it. And I'm not saying ignore it. Mm. So don't jump on and say, oh, you can't ignore it. I'm not saying ignore it. I'm saying put it into some kind of equal perception that is appropriate for the times that we're going through but most important you have to keep yourself and your loved ones safe so you have to go to the official websites and get the official directions of how you should be looking after yourself don't listen to other people go to your health services and get the official thing so you're clear in your mind and this is changing daily. And I think, David, that's a really good point because, again, this is about <clears throat> taking self-responsibility mm -hmm. for how you react and how you deal with your family or, you know, people within your care because, and, and this is, again, when our groundedness, our rootedness, our authentic nature needs to stand really strong and firm yes. because other people who are not qualified medical professionals, who are not government advisors, other people will advise you what to do and tell you what they think you should be doing or poo-pooing anything you're choosing to do. But this is when you have to have clear, authentic boundaries set that you, you, know, you are tapping into your authentic intuition as to what is the best thing to do here. You're, you're making calm, reasoned judgment based on the existing scenarios, the reality, the information that's been fed to you from official circumstances. You are not being led by the worst case scenario outcomes of your inner and child. And you also have the flexibility to change. Yeah. So you can think one thing today, and that would be right on the information yeah. that you have today. Three hours time when the information changes, you too mm -hmm. could change. And that's okay. Because that's the flexibility that we're talking about. As long as that's coming from this true intuition, this inner knowing, this calmness, this wu wei, this being in your flow, living your life in your flow, which is even a greater challenge right now. Because if you, I'm going to use my water analogy. It's like a stream. We're coming down. Right now, we're going through the rapids. Right now, we all are. We're all together in this. No one's separate from this. Now you've got to steer your way through the rapids. You've got to have a clear head, hand on the tillow, and you've got to go through the rapids in a calm, balanced, authentic way. Mm, brilliant. Thank you, David. Well, we hope that's given you lots of practical tips and advice and plenty of food for, food for thought. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one -one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations plus our online events, offers and gifts on our website, wuwaywisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, 
on our YouTube channel and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy and in your flow.